Welcome to the Scale Model Podcast. In this podcast, we aim to entertain, inform, and promote the hobby of scale model kit building with interviews, reviews, and news about the hobby. The podcast is available bi-weekly where your favorite podcasts are found, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also get it from our website at scalemodelpodcast.com, where you can find show notes, photo gallery, and so much more. You can also subscribe to get notifications on all our updates, new episodes, and video content. Please support the Scale Model Podcast on Patreon. Patreon supporters enjoy early access to content and exclusive contests. Your Patreon support helps us to offset hosting and other costs to bring the podcast to you. Welcome to episode 134 of the Scale Model Podcast, sponsored by Cult TV Man, Sean's Custom Model Tools, and Return to Kit Form. I'm one of your hosts, Stuart Clark, and I'm joined by once again by two admirable people. I think that's the correct word we're using. First of all, from the North Shore of Lake Erie, where he's playing with his Zeppelin. And need we say more? <laughs> Mr. Jeff Highland, how are you, sir? You know, that could be misinterpreted, but Not let's go all. with it. Yes, we'll I'm go playing with, with my, my Zeppelin. I've, I'm on a new Zeppelin kick. One, I'm three, so excited. And we, and we can talk about it as the episode progresses. I, I know. We are going to talk about that. And then also from west of Lake Michigan, where I don't even think the ice is covered there yet. Hopefully the weather is getting better because it means the weather will get well here. Soon to be on the road, Mr. Terry Measley. Good evening, gentlemen. And Good it evening. depends what you mean by better, because the plants are going to start waking up soon. I know. Well, you know, and then it'll freeze again. And it'll we'll freeze be bad. again. Then we'll be sad. I did enjoy yep. this weekend, though, out here. We had two days of sunshine. It was very nice. And yeah. you know, so it was it, all good. Yeah. All the snow did melt out, which made the dogs sad and made the floors muddy. Um, but it did let me sweep the uh, I'll sweep the area up and clean up from all the stuff that was caught under the snow. So yeah, you had I guess of, that's good. You had a lot of snow. In all, we did finally of, yeah. this year have a lot of snow. Right, exactly. And I realized I, I, I threw our latest news ahead of the mailbag. I really want the mailbag to be before the latest news. So the clicking you hear is me moving things around on our our co-hosts. So, okay, there we go. So <laughs> you're messing me, messing me up completely. Yeah. Okay. The joys of the joys of collaborative editing. So first well, of all, well, I, we finally have some letters. So let's, well, I know. let's, yeah. Yeah. let's jump well, to those. Before right? we do that, I want to thank our Patreon, our buy me a coffee supporters. We did get some anonymous people buy us a coffee. So we really appreciate that. That helped pay for the media hosting this month. So we really do appreciate that. You can always check out our website at scalemodelpodcast.com um for the info and the links on how to get to that it's pretty obvious we also have the what we like page which i still haven't updated i've been so busy trying to get trying to get stuff done and you know some build time in all right mailbox so first of all mike gordy writes us hey guys i wanted to say that i really enjoyed the show i've been listening since last year and enjoy the topics and discussions i did want to ask a question i too am a big fan of the robotech macross series and especially the aircraft i heard you guys get extra for your kits and wanted to know where you got them i've been reading the book that the show expanse was made from and really likes them thanks for the a great show so i think mike's referring to our return to kit form mass sets i think that's what he's thinking about for extras um, yeah it could be that i there, i also anthony also gave me and i don't know if he 3d printed it or not uh, but a great pilot figure for the 172nd um uh, valkyrie okay. so yeah that's the only other thing i can remember so over on um 
uh, the the print service. Um, Thingiverse. Well, no, no, no. Well, on Thingiverse, I'll get there. But I got some pilots too from um, on Shapeways. Okay. Uh, yeah, and yeah. they were weirdly sized, so uh, they didn't work out so well. But Thingiverse has a bunch of stuff. If you know someone who prints for you, mm-hmm. um, if not, maybe we could work with Sean or somebody and, and get some files together for stuff that's that's available for retail. You know, yeah. that's that's the thing with the licenses on a lot of these. You can do it for yourself, yep. but you can't really make money on it. Yeah, but there are weapons it. packs out there for um, especially the VF1 series, which... Yep goes kind of from the zero up through the four. Right. But um yeah, and... Brett sent me a weapons pack when he sent me that that black aces one. Nice. And oh, Huskawa yeah. has weapons packs too. Yes they do. Yes they and do. And remember, uh if you really want to, um you can put modern ordnance on these aircraft. And you, what what is now modern because Robotech happened in the late eighties into you know <laughs> Yeah. So you, you paveways, aim nine, yeah, aim nines, aim one twenties, all that stuff is perfectly valid on those aircraft. Yeah, and I do know they're they're constantly bringing out a, f- a few more things. Yeah, there. So, um, yeah, you never know. Like I know, I believe in March Hasegawa. We'll cover it later on, but I believe Hasegawa's going to bring out. Um, yeah, they're bringing out a YF nineteen with a fast pack and full booster. Yeah, so they are they are doing some more, but uh, look over on Thingverse for files, Mm -hmm. uh, and have a friend uh, throw them on their printer for you. Yeah, exactly. But thank you for the uh, thank you for the letter. Okay, and then another good friend of the show and a local member of our local IPMS uh, London club, Kevin White. Just a quick line to say how much I enjoyed listening to your podcasts. It's really like eavesdropping on a couple of buddies discussing their favorite builds, and really keeps me entertained. He obviously yeah. doesn't. He does. He obviously doesn't show up on too many build nights either, where we want no, each other. No. Up. Kevin, you have to join the build nights every other he Wednesday. He has been. He's been on. Yeah, the build he's nights. been a few. Given yeah. that it's almost time for the Musaru Cup again, go Stewart. I thought I'd attach a couple of pics I took while attending the original contest at the Warplane Heritage Museum between Anthony and the Podfather David Goldfinch. Uh-huh. The same work. Yeah, this is what this is going back four or five years before COVID. This was this was a good time. As Jeff pointed out, I I had more hair back then. <laughs> yeah. Good oh, time. and um, Mike Gordy, that's that's James Corey who wrote the Expanse series, and they are they are good books. There you go. There you go. Awesome. So again, we always love love hearing hearing letters, comments, suggestions, even the occasional insult. If it's if it's if it's interesting enough, we might actually put it on the air. Uh, Scale model podcast at gmail yeah, Stuart, oh. that one of those pictures that Sean sent looks like you got a bit of a mullet thing going on. At the back. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I definitely had more hair. Although I think it's a, I think it's a curtain behind, actually. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't I think don't we're going to give you that one. No. All no, right. No. All right. I'll have to edit that before it goes to air. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Lots of news. The annual Nuremberg Toy Fair is on. That's on my bucket list one day. Not just for models, but like for board games. And they got all sorts of cool things that comes out of that. Um, So I did post three videos from one person. Um, So some of them are in German. Some of them, they just have a soundtrack. So you can check those out. But I did have some other separate stuff. So Tamiya had their stuff on display and what they announced. So if we go to their static models, and some of this we may have already talked about, uh, the Leopard. It's a brand new parts with individual link tracks. 
um, the metal gun barrel for it, an all new tool KS 600 motorcycle and sidecar from World War II from German, mm -hmm. Germany, a new tool, German machine gun tool, uh, the Honda Dax 125 to me, a limited edition. It's like a small little scooter bike bike almost. Um, this one I showed Jeff. I showed Jeff a couple of these last week at the build night. This is a mm -hmm. full view Mercedes Benz 300 SL. So that would be hard. I you know. To do a full clear haul, a, cl a clear, clear body, clear body with without getting glue fingerprints all know, over it. My God. Mm -hmm. One twenty fourth. They have a Fiat Aberth six nine five SS, a one twenty fourth Alfa Romeo, the Google Spirit. Um, this is the this next one is the one. And then we have the Petir. Tyrannodon. A dinosaur. Tyranodon. Freaking dinosaurs. I, I you know we should have let you try and pronounce it. That would have yeah. been fun. Yeah. <laughs> one, but it's one thirty-fifth scale, and as we will discuss later when we get to what's on our bench, I need that kit, but I need it in like one a hundred times or ten times smaller than that. Oh, I need exactly. one three. I need a right. one three fiftieth. That's right. And then they also did a lot of RC stuff and you know stuff like that. They've got some ultra thin aluminum stickers and a modeler side cutter in their tool section. But if you go down the photo gallery, you can see some of the stuff there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's that wonderful clear Mercedes. A lot of their educational stuff. The well, it's cutters. essentially bare metal foil, yeah. 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 Very thin. But yeah, so that's kind of cool. So mm -hmm. that's from our good friends at Tamiya. And then Special Hobbies, of course, were there. And they even updated their website. But I found um, I found this good thread on Brit Modeler because uh, they hadn't updated when I was editing the notes on the weekend. They had it in Czech, but they hadn't got it in English. Um, so just here, here's a Humber LRC Mark II light reconnaissance and a 60 centimeter flak SW36. These are in 48 scale. I so love the another, comment though from the guy who posted this. Yeah, just what I feared: no aircraft, just targets. targets aircraft, guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from Brit Modeler. But again, this yeah. looks quite. This looks quite good for the 48th ranks. So yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be neat from Special Hobbies. And then moving on, Ravel had a lot of stuff. They won quite a few awards this year at the fair at the uh, show. Uh, so they won the um, our models made it to the Model Fan Model of the Year award. Um, so then we have their N1 Starfighter from the Mandalorian, 124 scale mm -hmm. in the sci-fi, the civilian vehicles, their new 71 Ford Mustang Boss 351, 125th scale. Mm. Um, and that includes the James from the James Bond movie. And um, they're almost they're essentially in the same scale, 24th yep. and 25th. Yeah. So there you go. Exactly. So there's a couple of <laughs> why not? There. Yeah. For, so yep, yeah, we just wanted to point those out. Good for Good for Ravel from that. Um, and then IPMS Germany always is known for doing some some really cool, cool things. Um, they always have, uh, they, they always, obviously it's their home, one of their home shows. So they always take a ton of photos and with a lot of the stuff. So if we go up to the very top, and it does feature the Edward um, slideshow this year. Um, but you can see some of the stuff through what, 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 starting with Ravel, what they had. And I'm just, I'm not really going to comment. I'm just going to scroll down. Uh, Ravel, as we said, they had the Stranger Things license. Some of these we've talked about. So a combination of new releases and recently announced. You know, display stands, Robo Friends, so you can build your own little robot. Uh, what else we got here? The Bell UH-1D, Goodbye Huey. 
and then Trumper, Trumpeter Hobby Boss, I Love Kit. A lot of stuff there. They've got the Transformers license, by the way. Mm-hmm. As you can see there. And some super deformed ones in there, looks like, yep. too. 1 16th uh, Panzer 38 Os E. Looks like another 1 16th one. And then what else here? Well, they've got some that the Smith, was it Smith Houston? A 1 200 yep. scale ship of some kind looks kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And they've got like a, looks like a light, lifeboat or something as well. I can barely see it though. I'm going to have to yeah. zoom in. Yeah, some of these. But yeah. then you see that, go on. Sorry. No, it's like the, the, the the photos aren't in any real order, so no, it's tough no, to. Or my manufacturer. Then there's yeah. that Dax, that little, you know, what I call a scooter, but it's actually a full on motorbike with small wheels. Uh, going down a bit. Uh, Hasbro, some stuff from Hasbro. Looks like from the guy's wife. Some more Transformers <laughs> stuff. Mini Art had an absolute ton of stuff of their announcements. A 172nd scale Blum and Voss BV222. That's freaking huge. I know. Why not, eh? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And then the Atallery booth, the Airfix Hornby Corgi booth. Ooh. Heller. Hang on. Oh, they're bringing back out the uh, reissuing the Areto ARE555 America bomber. Which manufacturer are we talking about? Ravel. Ravel. Oh, yes. I'm yes, just, they are. I'm still, I'm still stuck. This is the one that kind of looks like the plane from <laughs> uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. I've, I've always wanted this one. So I'm, oh, I'm glad they're reissuing. That's yeah, going to go on my list one. of the box must art. Get. The box art looks very controversial, too. Nuking New York. Oh, you, you know, it's the best. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the target if you want to have a target in the war, yeah. And that's uh, no, that's no offense to New York. I love New York. Okay, and for the sixteen <laughs> intelligence agencies, and uh, you know, I can give you his address later on. Just send me an email if you want to have a chat with him. Um, you're, so Heller, su- you're so supportive, Stuart. So supportive. I don't mess with those guys. Terrible sense of humor. <laughs> Terrible senses of humor. Uh, uh, Heller, I'm down at Heller. They got a Massey Ferguson 2680 tractor. One thing I thought was interesting is in uh, the uh, the CMK is releasing a 72nd scale Marcel Block 210, a very ugly and marginally successful bomber. But it was in between the war sort of thing. There have been small kits of this in the past from, I think, some of the Eastern manufacturers. Right. um, Eastern European or Russian even. At, nothing like this you know those those were things i started and threw away but this mm-hmm. this looks interesting plus all the stuff from mini art of course oh well, of course yeah i was just looking at the mini art and oh. ruling yeah yeah there well so we, we will discuss fun. we will discuss the p47 full-on detail kit i will be getting more p47s yep. oh there that's what we brought it up it's we're going to talk about it later all right <laughs> All right. All right. Air what else? Oh, Airfix? the Flying Scotsman. Oh, that's a train set. I've already got that. 100 years. 100 <laughs> years of the Flying Scotsman. It's not Scottish. It's clap. Yeah. You see that's, Corgi, that's, my, Corgi that's our Christmas guess. train set. There you that's go. Our, our Christmas train set's the Flying Scotsman. Yep. So. Jeff, did you see the uh, James Bond cars there? From the Spy I Who did. Loved Me? Those are the diecast ones, yes. The release. Those are, those are diecasts, I think, those are right? Diecast, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the original yeah, version had had the little tiny missiles that launched out the back. Yeah, but then they got then they got rid of them because they could poke your eye out. They were tiny, or you could swallow them. What's with that? 
So the uh, the submarine the car. Toys. Yeah, yep. that's from that's the Lotus Esprit. The Lotus, yeah, yep. and the spies and the, love me. That's the DB five from several the movies. DB five, yes. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Very cool. DB five is my all time favorite. I must yeah. say. And then we've got the new light boat, the Shannon class life lifeboat. Yes, which very nice. That's going to be on my list. I've still got the other one. I got to build. I got to finish. It's in. It's on the shelf of doom because the. Uh, it's well known that the uh, the various orange sections there, you have real trouble getting them lined up. But at some really? point, at some point, you know, I'm going to take a volume or two and try and put it back together again. Wait, on the new one? No, the old one, the one about okay. the orange. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the new one at the bottom is the Shannon glass. All right. Yeah. And then and uh, the gannet, of course. Yes. Although yeah, there is yeah, some, the there is some gannet, <laughs> there is some gannet news we're going to talk about too. I've seen been seeing people yeah, posting there's... pictures of finished gannets. I know, but there's another gannet into the fray. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about that in a bit too. So yeah, nice Massey Ferguson tractor from Heller. Yeah, yeah. Place called Peace Cool, super detailed model kits. A Massey Ferguson tractor, yeah. very cool. Yeah, that 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 looks like it's um doesn't look like too many Massey Fergusons I've seen around here, but it looks maybe French. It looks or clean. It looks clean. German or it's yeah, clean. German. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. That's well, why. there's that. <laughs> it's clean, Jeff. There's no mud and crap on it. Yeah, we don't have, we don't have no stinking clean tractors where I live. No, I'll tell that's you, right. we that. work hard. We work hard yeah, for yeah. that shit. So this piece cool. Check out this stuff. I know. Are they? They're 3D puzzles. Is what it's marketed as. Yeah. yeah. Well, what like is that? What it weird? says metal. They're metal puzzle. They're metal. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, but look at the one of the with the power switch on it, the the jellyfish. Yeah, three D metal models. There. Uh, what does that do? That would be intriguing. It sucks your head off. I think it's. It may yeah. just be a. I think it's just a lamp, Jeff. Oh yeah, but probably. still. Well, looking at their nice. website, they do a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, we'll have wow. to check that out later. You so this Missouri, it. I don't know what what scale does it say, but no, it doesn't. My goodness. Really. That that path lies insanity. Yeah, yeah. That looks basically it looks like the Middle Earth kits, but it's yeah, a full, yeah. it's a full Missouri. Um, wow. you you oh. can actually click and get a larger picture and a black pearl. Yep, the black pearl R R. Ever been to see Billy? <laughs> no, that's the wrong. Oh, wrong. sorry, wrong thing, wrong <laughs> thing. Sorry. <laughs> Ever seen a grown man naked, Billy? R R. <laughs> All right. Wrong that's a, that's a film reference. A film reference. We'll I know. Leave it to it is. <laughs> okay. Then we had the Edouard booth. They had a nice booth and they had their full display. So uh, IPMS Germany was invited to it. So we're going to go through each of these. So it looks like in May, they're going to release. So Edouard's releasing a P51B and 148 scale. Welcome. Uh, yeah. D-Day Mustangs, a dual combo pack. June, the Albatross D3 and 172nd scale. July, P51Ds and 172nd scale. August. So they're gonna they're gonna take the Hong Kong model, 148 Flying Fortress, the V17F, and they're gonna Edward it up, I guess. So they're basing the original molds, the Hong Kong model, and they're obviously gonna do some special things to it, I'm sure. Yeah, Edward's good at that. Yep. October. It's a good model to start with, too. October. Here's yeah. one we haven't really seen being reissued in a long time. A P40 Warhawk in 148 scale. I wonder if the B seventeen, like the, the focus on B seventeen, is a good tie-in to. I think definitely. Oh sure, Masters, of, Masters the of the Air. Yeah. Air. I watched yeah. the first one. It was pretty good. 
I I've got them sort of down recorded, but I haven't watched any yeah. of them yet. So um, and then looks like a couple of Gustavs B B F one hundred nine G six and G fourteens in April, part two of the set. Uh, we talked about the Mustang. Looks like some more detail of the B model, what they're going to do, and then June for Overlord, a B twenty six FG Marauder in one seventy second scale. And we talked about the Albatross already. A couple more shots of the Albatross. Yeah. And then we go on to the Vallejo booth. So that's what's coming from Edward. I was pleased to see that. I really wish these companies would, like, when they do these announcements, either on their Facebook, and you, I know you, I brand, but they really yes, ought to do. say, this is what we're going to be doing. Because it's a pain in the butt to sometimes, and we're giving them free advertising. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Uh, Vallejo, so some of their stuff. Various colors and various other manufacturers. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that looks like it was a good, looks like it was an excellent show. So definitely uh, check that out. Okay, let's go right in to latest other latest hobbyist announcements. <laughs> and another tie-in. Another tie-in. So <laughs> I, I designed to completely drive certain large aircraft modelers around the bend. In other words, I love it. Um, <laughs> Aska Studios apparently designing a B one thirty fifth scale B seventeen G for border. <sighs> Note I said one thirty fifth. One thirty fifth. Yikes! Excellent for a diorama. Well, and, if, if they if they're anything like that HE one eleven that they did, yeah, uh, and the K uh, exactly. Ooh, gorgeous. Yep, yep. it's going to look really nice. The modeling news is reporting that. We don't have anything uh, else about it yet. Um, just in CAD, and we don't even see the. B-17 yet in CAD, but the modeling news reported that. Okay, we talked about this pretty heavily at our build night. We wound up Ed, Ed Kubiak a lot with this. A lot of 116 stuff coming out in the armor world. So yeah. there's Gecko. They're going with a 160 universal gun carrier and a Pack 40 And you can see them both there. So the universe, brand universal carrier Mark II, 116th, workable tracks, etc., etc. Full driving compartment. No engine, but I'm sure, you know, someone's going to make one. Oh, yeah. And 116th scale universal carrier probably is smaller than a 135th Sherman anyway. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yep, yep. It comes with camouflage <laughs> net, workable track links. Look at that, Jeff. Pins on both sides. That'll drive you nuts. Yeah, not a chance. No, no me no, either. No, no, no. And then a 7.5 centimeter Pack 40 from from Gecko as well. The anti famous anti-tank gun. They didn't release anything for the carrier to carry, for it I to know. tow. Well, give it time. Again, the aftermarket <laughs> crowd will will basically jump all over that, I'm sure. Yep. And also yeah. in the 116th category, which seems to be the new category. Now we we had a fun debate last Wednesday about whether it's because are we getting are we getting older and need a bigger scale to see, or is it more 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 detail? We wisely decided to say more more detail potentially. I think, I think it's a show-off scale. I think it's yeah. just a show-off scale. Yeah. I mean, well, it's like, well, oh, everybody else got 135. I've got 116. Mine, mine's bigger than kits. yours. Lots well, it's kits. like, yo, yo, yeah. they, everybody went out and bought 48 scale and 72nd yep. scale armor, exactly. and now it's 16. So this yeah. is the half-track, the 251-22, the pack wagon, 116 scale. So basically, it's a half-track with Jeez. a big-ass anti-tank gun on the damn thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as yeah, far as full, as far as what what comes next after one sixteen, well, as you mentioned, they already about do our, one eight. Our, 
our friend Ed Kubiak's already building one-to-one scale tank treads. Tracks. Yeah, you know, yeah, tank <laughs> well, yeah. and they do yeah. have what? What is it? What I call Barbie size, but it's action man size. I think it's one-eighth scale. They do GI Joe scale. Play. Yeah, GI Joe scale action man. So yeah, this kind of like Barbie size myself. Yeah, but. this two fifty-one. It had a pack forty on it. So you know, you're sitting there laughing at this half track coming towards you. Then it can really spoil your day. Because like, what's yeah. that great boom? <laughs> But look at the—I mean, look at these photos. These detail yep. uh, photos are fantastic for yep. if you're if you're going to be a modeler. This yep. just needs to be in color, <laughs> which yep. of course they don't have. There's a whole. There's another debate: the value of colorization. Oh, exactly. <laughs> from yeah. a lot of details, and that you can, if you want to open up panels, you can Apple Engine, yeah. uh, visor ports, three different visor ports, two different track patterns, apparently three or four. All sorts of goodies. So very nice. Two types of muzzle break in. So yeah, they're they're trying to get as much as they can. Uh, Dash work is for this. That's so this a neat is... vehicle, though. You know, that's if, I'm not an armor guy, but if I did armor, that would yeah, be... the classic half track. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay, here we go. Speaking of one eighth scale, uh, Jurassic World one eighth scale, it blew in beta. Yeah. After their release of 135th, X-Plus is going up some scales. These are the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park Dominion. You get a nice little diorama there. Be yeah, with, a, with racing stripes on them. Yep. It's perfect. And again, you control Barbie on, show them eating, eating Barbie. There you go. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for someone to yell at me from upstairs. <laughs> no. Okay. She will eventually. Hmm. Um, yeah. Blue and Beta from the movie. Uh, they did see these. These were at a model show earlier in Japan where they're on show, but this is the final form. So, yeah, and you can see the CAD, how they put them together. Yeah, it's interesting. So they can reskin them, it looks like. Mm. Yeah, unlike PVC, it's a lightweight yet durable plastic material enables a remarkably lifelike pose. So, yeah. Be interesting to see again. Yeah, X Plus, maybe. you know our sponsor, uh, Cult TV Mammal Lab. Mm -hmm. Once, once they're out, so very, very popular. Okay, the new A6 Trumpeter Intruder. Uh, they've been talking about this for a while, but we were definitely getting it. Seventy-second scale. We haven't had a decent Trumpeter Intruder for a long time, um, but it's got some nice stuff, detail in there. What they've managed to squeeze in with flaps and stuff like that. You skipped over the McLaren. Oh, yeah. I'll come back. Sorry, I'll come back to the McLaren. I'm <laughs> excited. Um, but the other thing, too, is uh, this means we might see a 48 scale one. So just, yep. just saying. Why right. not just skip to 116th scale? I mean, just go for it for the plane. <laughs> I missed the McLaren. The wings yeah. fold up, right? What the, the hell? Wings fold up. What the hell? Okay, back to the McLaren. Uh, half the size with all the detail. The 124th McLaren MP4 from 1988. So basically the smaller size downscaled. Looks good. Yeah. I won very a lot of races with Senna. Yeah, Last substantially Senna. simplified. Yeah. Yeah, very simple. But it's a classic color scheme, too. So, yeah. yeah. If they can get the licensing from Marlboro. Well, exactly. Or even well, get permission like to do. do. Looks like they do. Yeah. They're doing the pictures out of it. So, it is licensed by, by, it is licensed by McLaren. Now, yeah, yeah, as you say, we'll have to see full turnable but not, steering. Not Marlboro. The, the, no. the box art doesn't have Marlboro. Oh, yeah, now, maybe right. they, maybe as that's tied to cigarettes, you're not going to yeah, advertise cigarettes. Why, but you know what? I'm sure there's decal makers that will do it for you. Sure. Yeah, somebody, will, somebody will do it. Yeah. It's like Pan Am for the Orion Space Clipper, right? So. Well, exactly, yeah, because Mobius doesn't have the license. 
for yep. 2001 anymore, but they have the license for the Clipper. But again, I want to—I if I ever build that, I—I I, want to do one in either British Airways or 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 or, or Ward Air markings. <laughs> Ward, Ward Air, yeah, Ward that'd Air. be perfect. I'd love to see that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Jet okay. Blue. Yep, the JetBlue. Okay, now one we know Terry's excited about. As soon as yeah, I saw we don't this. even need to talk about this one. This is well, just Terry. We know, oh, we know Terry. So this is the preview. The act we've talked about it, but this is now the Art Sprues in color. Mini Arts P forty seven D dash thirty R E Advanced Kit. Terry, take it away. Well, yeah, this this is their their highly acclaimed new forty seven, but it's got Irver thing in it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're doing this for a few of them too. They're doing this for the Corsairs. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, the full engine, so you can take the cowls off. It's, it looks like it's got die brakes. Had the die brakes. That's one of the big yeah. differences. Yeah. I'm just reading. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what to say about it beyond they're, they're going deep. Good for yeah. them. And now, you know, out of the box doesn't mean anything anymore. No. Right. What you get here. No. Well, no. I mean, look at the PE fret. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. I don't even know what I'm looking at on some of these things. Engine Detail. Mounted, I guess. Detail, my boy. Details. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and this is. This this may be the next, like, the state of the art P47. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a later D. Yeah, the what's the thirty series? Yeah, well, the color said, scheme for twenty five. Yeah, so it has the um, the the tail fillet in it. It's too yeah. bad that Hubbard didn't from do the it previous for this. Yeah. The top from the Farmingdale plant, most notably by the addition of underwing die brakes near the wheel wells and many minor yeah. changes. There were over eight hundred built. Uh, and the other main difference externally was the filling up, fitting of the filleted tail to improve yeah. stability. After the razor, I'm just looking. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold on the color scheme for Tar Heel Hal. That's fantastic. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that multicolor checkerboard is a out. work yeah. of art. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm sure we will be getting a an inbox review from Mr. Terry Measley at some point in the future. Yeah, I can't see any of these available anywhere, but oh, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, coming soon. Coming soon. I'm sure. It says it should be available soon. Not sure when. Yeah. Next month. Doesn't say. Yeah, I'm not going to get to work on it soon, but. No, uh, it's no astonishing. Eventually. You can completely, almost completely open this thing up. Yeah. And certainly then the aftermarket folks are going to be able to, they'll open up the radio compartment and all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's going to be good. Excellent. Yeah. Very excellent. nice. Very excellent nice. work, work by many art. Okay. Then we have, of course, special hobby because they update their website. Oh, they get special treatment. That's right. They update their website, damn it. And send me a regular email. You bet they do. If the other manufacturers want to, please do send me an email. I'm be glad if you want to sponsor us even better. Oh, I'm not seeing any pictures. My broken I link pic. You got a broken link? My link works. So we're gonna start with a glo- try, try try reloading. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back out and all right. Gloucester Meteor TT Mark 20, 172nd scale. This was the standard all-weather fighter during the 50s. Um, and this is the dedicated off. target tug, this yeah. Dedicated target tug. This looks cool, and you got some three D printed stuff in here too. They flew these target tugs for a long time. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got to get your money's worth. It's the British. Yeah, they certainly did. Yeah. 
So that's neat. And then we have an Aero A11HS finish export version 172nd. Look at that rigging, Jeff. It's calling hey, uh, your names. Remember, remember me? I'm the one who had to take my mouse out so I can. Uh, I'm stuck with this trackball thing. It drives me nuts. Very yeah. nice. As we oh. said before the show, people, if when you see Jeff, tell him to get another mouse in a docking station. I just need yeah. a docking station. The mouse works fine. I just have to take it out when I want to wear the headphones. Stupid. Or 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 you get a Bluetooth mouse. Or I or I be like Frank and go out and spend my second mortgage on all the new electronic equipment because he wants to do podcasting. There you go. Just no, get a dog. He got he got a he got his mic. You know what? He got his mic free from the uh, podcast guys over there. Did I he? can yeah, I can get he 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 got a Bluetooth. Or um, ah. he got a Snowball Blue. I have one if you want one. I can. No, I you don't want need a mic? You need a mic. If you can hear me, that's fine. I just yeah. need, no. I need, need a, a... I need that port thing. Get a dock. Get one of those. Get a, I'll get a dock. Get a get nice a dock. dock. Okay. Are we caught up? Yeah. Dock it. All right. The Arrow A11 HS. Yeah. yeah. Very, very nice. Very nice. It's got it little. Uh, Finish version. Lots of nice details. Well, yeah. Okay. If you notice, it's in pieces. So. If yeah. you can put it together if you want. Yep. And again, a few 3D printed parts as well for the engine. I don't see any photo etched uh, rigging spars on that. No, no, it looks like you're doing. And that's yourself. that. Those are that. That's that rigid rigging. It's not wire. Oh wouldn't yeah. Wouldn't be hard to do in photo no, etch. No, wouldn't be. And then next is the. This is an attractive looking one. The Henkel it... HE59B. There's something strangely attractive about it. I like it. Well, it's a float yeah. plane. I mean, yeah. it's got that going for it. Yeah. Suitable oh, for more experienced modelers. Yep. Yeah, it's got that pugnacious uh, sort of pushed forward yep. observer's window at the front. You yep. know? It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's got its chin stuck out. So look at this. We got uh, four styrene sprues, resin cast, 3D printed, and a fret of etches. To Terry's it, point, I mean, what's out of the box mean anymore, right? It oh. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> this is still considered out of the box. Just have your instructions. Yeah. I'm starting to see pushback on it shows about yeah, that like we're getting rid of out of the, the way box yeah and you know what i think the way they tried to bring it in was a factor as well i don't think you need to do it i really no. don't but it's nice to have for the for a model who wants to do the advanced model who wants to do something nice you yeah. can definitely do this which i do like edwards and some of these others approaches where you've got the weekend edition which is just the base kit yep or profi packer just get your own stuff do you want to just thing, dress yep. up the cockpit that's fine I kind of like nice the way they when they package it like this though. I mean, as long as the after the quote aftermarket unquote portions of the kit are up to snuff, then that's fine. But you know, if if I'm they're no just expert, sort of, if they're just doing a snuff. resin cast yep. and it's kind of a yep. crap crap one, then I don't well, know. I'm no now, expert on the aircraft, but nice. these look good. Yeah, these look yeah. nice. I don't know how accurate they are, but they look bloody nice to me. I think it's interesting they're starting to put the 3D printed bits in too though that's good that's going to be parts. yep that's going to be the future yep. uh, again it's the tool that's that's appropriate for the part right yeah exactly and casting exactly. the stuff that we see here in 70 second scale you know this is a magnified view yeah and it's awesome now i'm looking at the sprue with the wings uh and those are those are pretty darn thick sprue gates and particularly the ones that are attached to the propellers those are that's uh, a ter terrible what place. are you you're a real it's, modeler you can take those off it's oh, 70 I it's 70 second jeff remember it's 70 seconds so yeah, i don't think those sprues are those gates are all that large just be careful yeah, yeah. saw them yeah. off if you need to they, 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 off, definitely you'd be, be using a razor saw for that yeah, yeah. you'll be fine 
All right. And they also have a Latcore, which I can't pronounce. Oh, Must be Latcore. Okay. Yes. A 298, 148 scale. Another float plane. This looks very attractive looking. This is the their vintage treasure edition. A vintage sure what, treasure edition. I'm not sure what that means, but there I think these, these are older. Yeah. This these is, are the this older is like with the Airfix. Yeah. Yeah. I here never, we go. Issue. Yeah, I never here, bought here this they, when it was first they explain out. But... The kit was originally released in our Zurich edition. Ah. Now we bring it back in a new range called the Vintage Treasure. Well, uh, such label kits. It, yeah. Injected styrene resin, vacuform canopy, and a decal sheet. So, yeah, it's designed for the more advanced modeler. But it's a but the base model is actually pretty simplified. Yeah, it, it, exactly. that's an that's an old mold. Yeah, it's an old well, that's what they said. They've added some other bits and bobs to it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's an old mold, but I think it had, you know, resin cockpit set and everything to start with. It's essentially a re release, yeah. Yeah. What am I talking about? Probably right? improved. Yeah, look at the old stuff you're working on. I know, like I'm working on a mold from nineteen fifty nine. Well, there you go. So yeah, I never did get this. I, I'm probably gonna get this. All right, there you go. So again, another inbox review by Mr. Yeah. Terry Music. <laughs> Coming soon. Uh, okay, then we got some uh, vehicles, or as some guy calls them, targets. Um, yeah. SDKFZ10, the Zugcraft wagon, the DMAG D7, 172nd scale. It was a small, the smallest uh, German half track they built during the war. I gotta think. I gotta say, I think that's probably your best pronunciation of a German like word that? in a long well, that time. Was, yeah. That was that was pretty easy. You know, craft yeah. dinner wagon, Zug, Zug craft Zug. wagon. It's the Zug, the Zug, the Zug craft wagon. Yeah. Mag. And apparently, when this model was first released, it got the model of the year award. So it's mm. a reissue. A lot of different options. There you yeah, go. You can, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Interesting nice camel, camel scheme. So yeah. that'd be fun. Yep. Two different markings. Freehand airbrushing. Three different markings, four different markings, four. Okay. And then on to some of their extra bits. So the Tempest Typhoon for the 72nd scale Airpix kit, the early, early wheels, the late 72nd type. 72nd scale 3D printed exhausts. That's amazing. Early Those gun barrels. Gun sight and, yeah, well, there's the gun sight and seat correction set. Yeah. The exhaust. I've got this uh, kit. It's, it's a fairly nice kit, but you could definitely make it a bit nicer if you wanted. The Mitchell. The B25, yeah. B, C, D, and G, the wing air takes correction sets for the various 48 scale. Yep. So I was going to bring that up later on. It's like with the uh, re, re, re release, re, 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 re release. Sure. Why not? Of the uh, accurate miniatures kits. Um, Academy's doing it in a, a naval scheme, PPJ scheme, but. It wasn't a PBJ, so that you're going to have to have new engines and cowls and all that yep. stuff aftermarket for it. I look forward to it. So, guys, if you want to do a naval one uh, and you missed out the first time around, it's, this yeah. is the time to do it because it will be stuff done. Mm -hmm. And I love what they do with their machine guns. So a Type yeah. 2 and 135th scale Japanese machine gun. Look at all the parts. 3D printed oh, parts. 16 different parts for this thing. And then we have the SS100 Gigant front front radiator mask. <laughs> Going to say Handelmake, 3D printed. Walker Hurricane gun sight. Look at this for the 32nd for the Ravel. Look at the complexities there. Only wow. one piece, thank God. 3D printed and clear, so yep, be careful nice. how you paint it. Yep. And they are available. That's cool. Yeah, they're available now. See this, and this is why I cover a special hobby because they're nice enough to do this. Now, in other interesting news, 
So you remember how Airfix announced they released a 148 Gannet, and we hadn't seen a 48 scale Gannet since like eons, probably since the original manufacturer built one to show the you know Royal Navy what it looked like. Yeah. Um, Sword has just announced they're going to be doing one in 148 scale. In 148, and yeah. they very specifically else. say this is very different from the Airfix one. That's what they've said. Yes. So it's very gonna different. Be, it's going to be interesting. They're going to do the folding wings. Um, so the ladder is a gannet. The sword is going to be an AEW three, which is the airborne warning system, yeah. which only 44 were built, but it's a nice looking aircraft too. Well, it kind of looks like it's got a big tumor underneath it. I know, or it's pregnant, but yeah, big pregnant. Radom. Yeah. Or it's like those birds that puff out their, uh, their sacks yeah. to attract yeah. mates or something. Swords held in very high regards are out of Czech. They're out of the Czech Republic and they do some nice things. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I know, I know. There's got to be people out there that do AEW collections. Yep, and they'll they got their Sky happy. Raiders and their who uh, plenty of other ones that have done. <laughs> Avenger had a radome on it. And there's yeah, a bunch there of there was others. a lot of lot of different yeah. ones. Even the Corsair had one for a while. Uh, no, uh, it was on the wing. That's on right. the wing, yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's all the individual stuff we found. Let's see what's new as of as of February the fifth today. Let's see what's new from our friends at Skillmates. As I reload, some have pictures, some don't. Yeah, uh, some, some don't have pictures. 116th, 3D print files, CV33 tankette from Landships Modeling. Uh, what else here? Our the friends Waddell at Deck Williams. know with some new ones. Yeah, the Waddell Williams 45. Yeah, Miss Patterson. Uh, 116th, 2 centimeter flak 38. Uh, oh, this is nice to see bottle kits of the seven deadly sins. Yeah, greed. <laughs> Here's from greed. MS, MS General, obviously from an anime yep. series. Yeah, it's an anime. Yeah. So I assume there's going to be seven eventually. <laughs> one, would one would assume that, right? You um, would think, yeah. yes. Uh, January 31st, the OT64ASKOT. Scott, some sort of transporter. Uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's an interesting, unusual, bit unusual shape. Some Gundam, the so... entropy of the gods. Why not? Legion right? of Thor. Everything so, sounds so important. Well, you know, you got to be when you're doing that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, how about the twenty-six Peugeot P4 light utility vehicle in one seventy-second, and a Fox early CBR Fox early service with interior one thirty-fifth mm -hmm. scale. That looks nice. The little armored car. Yeah, that's and then not we've bad. Got Metal Earth uh, maneuver striker pack for Gundams. Uh, what's cardboard? Oh, never mind. Cardboard model. We do plastic here. Damn it! Uh, January twentieth, <laughs> the HS. We I think we talked about this. The HS one twenty nine B one, the tank yeah. buster in one forty eight scale. They've actually it's they're not releasing that till twenty twenty five. But ICM does have the UH sixty A Blackhawk in one thirty fifth. The CH fifty four Skytrain and a smaller one seventy second. Those all safe twenty twenty five news. Yeah, they new do. Tool. Yeah, yeah, you're right. yeah they, they they decided to really go ahead. The Dingo on January nineteenth, ATF Dingo two, one seventy second, and then yeah. Mercava, Mercava one seventy second. That mm -hmm. looks like yeah, interesting from a company Iveco I V E C O. 
What is yeah. that Lord Spirit? Oh, thing? that's um, that's like their mini laser mini four wheel four wheel drive series. These are the ones that Tamiya they make them and you put them on the tracks. Yeah, and they oh. basically, you know, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's a pretty it's like a whole thing. It's not like RC. They're on like a fixed track, but the idea is the little wheels. The tracks have little walls on them. And oh, they just, okay. yeah, yeah, it's, there's a lot of stores in Japan. They might have the models on the first floor, and then they'll have a track upstairs. It's kind of like oh, slot neat. cars, but just a different sort of thing. But without the slot. <laughs> yeah, without the slot. Basically. Without the slot and without a controller. Yeah, you yeah. basically just in a way, away they go. It's, it's pretty cool. You put cool it down and you just video. wander off. Yeah. Well, you can watch it. It's amazing how fast they have jumps and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's pretty cool to check out sometime. Of mm. course, we have January 18th, Revenge of the Creature from X Plus. Yep. In a nice looking Yamaha. Why There's that... really not a lot of new stuff. No, that's where we picked yeah, left off picked last, time. last time. Yeah, so. I'm looking at the Bellaton model uh, pedal car in 135th scale. I remember laughing at that the last time. So, yeah. So there <laughs> yeah. So... No, not much here. Nope. Okay. So that's what's new. For you know me. why? You know why? It's because Heritage Con is coming up and they know nobody's going to want to spend money on these kits before <laughs> Heritage Con. <laughs> that must be it. <laughs> That yeah. must be it. Yeah. Yeah. I say that as as my crack dealer got me uh gave me a call today and apparently there's something waiting for me at, at Nino Tokyo. But we'll talk about that shortly. You know, you've got to stop talking calling Peter a crack dealer. One of these days it's gonna it's gonna come back to haunt the poor guy. No, it won't, because you know, <laughs> Frank's got his crack dealer. And yeah. Ed, Ed hasn't been caught yet. So, you know. Um it's because he's way up north. Yeah, I know, but that means you could hide the body easier. That's true. Okay. In the lake. <laughs> All right. Speaking of other other cool things, let's talk about another crack dealer. Not really, but another with a lot of goodies. This guy's um, your sponsor. You don't want to piss off your sponsor. No, he loves it when I say this stuff. He's got some amazing <laughs> stuff, of course, Steve, at Cult TV, man. So here we go. Let's see what's happening at cultvmanshop.com. Lots of new products coming in from Metropolis, the Ratwang and Frederson resin kit from Red Planet. That's available for $84.99. And then from Monarch Models, they've got a limited number of these, the Moonsuit Scale from Monarch Models, $62.99. Uh, lots of other goodies here as well. We have the Super Sanjun San Goku Dragon Ball Z from Bandai. And a lot of other stuff from Dragon Ball Z. And then a lot of Bandai has come in. So a lot of Gundams. Build Edge Hands, the Edge A High Grade Custom. Uh, cross Silhouette Frames. What else here? The RX-78-2 Gundam EFS Prototype Real Grade 01 from Bandai. That's 30. We've got the Gundam GP-01FB UNT Spacey Prototype, the Multipurpose Mobile Suit. That's $39.99. And then also from Lake Monsters, uh, for your Starship Enterprise, your for the first pilot, the Starship Nacelle end caps, one six fiftieth from Lake Monster, and also the production ones in one six fiftieth. And what else do they have here? The refit impulse deck, one three fiftieth constitution class. They're on back order, but you can certainly join the mailing list. They're uh twelve ninety nine. And also uh the issue of fine scale modeler, March April, featuring the TIE Fighter and Artemis Rocket. If you can't get it at your newsstand, make sure you can get it there. So as usual, all sorts of cool things. You know you're gonna see them at Wonderfest. So don't forget to tell them 
the Scale Model Podcast sent you, and that's at culttvmanshop.com. As you can, as you heard, a lot of cool stuff coming out. So you know, and he's also going to be at Wonderfest as well. I'd love to get him up to Heritage Con. I really would. But be fun. Yeah, it would be. But anyway, um, so what's on the bench? Uh, we'll start with me. Uh, slow and steady on the YF twenty one. Uh, having a lot of fun with it, getting it together. Um, had a bit more time this week. Um, one of the main things um, I was working on putting the. Uh, the edge the end of the wings on like the wings are short stubby wings so there's there's a second part that goes on at the end one part went on beautifully no seam no nothing the other one no matter what i did it was still being a little tiny seam so it gave me a good opportunity to try the i picked up a while back the uh, mr surfacer but the aqueous so not the stinky stuff, the aqueous stuff. And I, I bought the 500 and the 1000. So I put some of the 500 on with like a Q-tip or a micro brush, let it sit for a couple of minutes. And then I used a wet Q-tip to, uh, you know, on a 90 degree angle, like you would for other sort of, uh, you know, um, when you're trying to sandless uh, seam work and it works great. Mm. I have to admit, I'm very, I've only used it once. I'm very impressed with it. And again, the smell is a lot less evil because uh, that good. Mr. Surfacer, it's great stuff. Don't get me wrong, but man. Yeah. My wife always complains. So I yeah. use so solvent-based stuff. That's what I try. I'm the same. So we try and use something that's not. Um, the other thing, so I'm also working, starting to work on the landing gear, get that detailed. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's getting there. It's starting to look like an aircraft now. Um, I still have to come up with a fictional name because it's going to be a what if in Canadian service. So I've got a couple of ideas. So we'll see what I end up choosing there. One nice thing is I can pick a name that in real life was maybe used used later on in real sure. life because it's a what if, right? So exactly. The other thing I did is um, I had some shelves, a shelving rack too that my wife gave me. So when I came up with Workbench version two, I just slapped some stuff on there but there was definitely room to put some more shelves in for paints i've been really getting a lot of the ak gen 3 and the army painter stuff and i don't really have storage for them i've got plastic drawers for the tamiya and the aqueous for the smaller ones but you can't really put those other dropper bottles in there so like many other people have done i made a paint shelf in this case i inserted some shelves and for the first time i've done woodworking work in like 15 years and not really a proper shop area to do it it turned out fairly well so that was most of last Saturday, um, and I'm very pleased. I've got pretty well all the AK dropper bottles in there, all the Army Painter speed paints, and then I've got the other shelf I can do, and that will nicely take care of the rest of the dropper bottles. So, And, you know, the uh, Tamiya paint, square paint jars, the weathering products. So it looks really good. I'll make sure I include a picture on that. So, yeah, really, really pleased with that. Keep. I'm still working on what else I'm going to do to add stuff. I'm on the lookout for used drawer sets and stuff like that. But uh, hopefully Workbench version 3 will continue and it'll look good. All right, Jeff, what about you, my friend? Well, if you follow follow us on the London Club and now the Canadian IPMS uh, Workbench page on Facebook, yeah. I, I've been posting my progress on some of those ancient molds. I worked, uh, I'm pretty close to finishing the Lindbergh Snark in 148 mm -hmm. scale. It looks pretty good as it long does. as it looks too close but i mean it looks pretty good uh and i was nearly finished that one so i figured i'll pull off the uh, old revel i don't even know what scale it is but it's like 196 or maybe no it can't be that small 
anyway, 154th, maybe, uh, Bomark missile from the 1960s, which replaced the Avro <laughs> Arrow. <laughs> Supposedly, we don't we Canadian don't talk history. we don't talk about that. We don't talk about it, but uh, anyway, very controversial missile system. But I always thought it was kind of a cool little wing platform, and uh, so mm-hmm. got that one going. And it comes with a stand, so it looks like a little launcher. And um, and then the other day, and Stuart, you saw this too. It's on, on you know how Facebook randomly throws up ad, uh, yeah. ads or throws up other things that you might be interested in. And I don't know why I might have been interested in it, but it turned out I was. It was a a going to be a poster for a 1970s um, hammer horror film slash adventure film <laughs> called Zeppelins versus ter- Pterodactyls. What more do you need? What more and do I you thought, need? Honestly, this looks fantastic. I have got, I have a Tacom 1350th uh, uh, P-class Zeppelin in my stash. And I pulled it out and I thought oh, I could hack into this a little bit and then get little... Uh, 3D printed pteranodons sort of attacking it, and uh, and then maybe pose it in flight above a volcano, volcanic island that's uh, about to erupt. And, <laughs> I anyway, so I got all these little things flying around. So I started building it, and I started tearing into it with a grinder. And I'm really, I'm, you know, you know how when you get up, you get an idea, and you just yeah. start running with it. It just things start to fall into place. That was kind of fun. It's it, some, yeah, some it's projects. good. Some projects, you know, it's just like it's really hard to get it out. But um, this one is just coming together. Yeah. I suspect I'm going to hit a roadblock real soon. No, you won't. No, it looks really good. The stuff you got for the torn fabric. And we've got our yeah. buddy Ron looking into some 3D printed stuff for you. Yeah. Oh, Ron, Ron's, Ron's great. He's found some pteranodons. And I was going, I was looking for a Fokker D7 because apparently in the poster, it has two Fokker D7s attacking mm-hmm. these pteranodons around nice. the Zeppelin. How did the Fokker D7s get to this island with the Zeppelin? I don't get it. Unless Don't worry. Don't worry about it. That's like I, details. I was even thinking maybe I'll build like a hangar bay inside yeah, the thing. Sure, the why load. not? Let it, let it slung, <laughs> slung below. Slung but, below like uh, a parasite fighter. Yeah, yeah, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So he couldn't find a Fokker D7, but he's got some DR1 triplanes. So even or better. Even better. Even better. <laughs> the Red Baron versus the Monsters. I love it. So I there you it. go. I'm uh, I'm completely out of the uh, realm of reality at this no, point. No, but you know what? That's fine. I saw that poster. It's fun though. That's the fun. I stuff. thought of you yeah. totally. Yeah, what it's you, fun. What you could do is, I know you can get some. If you get some of your clear clear sprue from canopies and that, you could yeah. stretch some of it and use it to like help mount some of the dinosaurs around the zeppelin and that. Oh, I'm already already ahead of you there. That's right. definitely in, in there, the in stuff. the plan, and awesome. I wanted. To, Try to find a little one three fiftieth scale scale figures that I can stick on it because there's a there's there a gun is. platform on the top bow yep. of this thing. Yep. And I want to have I want to have a couple them. of pteranodons munching on some people. That just you I mean go. you got to have that somewhere. Now, now so. if you can have it done for Heritage Con, I know. Just, no, I, I don't think I'd ever show it. But I mean, oh no, I was no, 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 thinking, no, 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 you must was, show it. I was trying to think. Can I light the volcano? Because then sure you, can. You, you get sort of the the, the yeah. like the whole poster has the zeppelin yeah. In, yeah. in pink. Yeah, like it's like it's not painted pink, but it's the lighting, right? So yeah, light it you up. You could have have uplighting from the volcano in kind of an orangey red. That and you could have fiber optics in the zeppelin, so you could light you could light the control cabin, and you could light you know the machine guns firing. Do you know how big the control cabin is on this thing? 
It's not. You don't need to light it. <laughs> they, they, it wouldn't have been well lit. You'd be not fine. It's been an inch long, for God's sake. You, you're making me crazy. Anyway, know, so it's kind but... of fun. So, but it was fun to tear into this and then try to figure out how, because when you tear into it, you have to somehow show the internal structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and these things were all just lattice works. And, and gas, uh, bags. Gas, gas bags, gas bags. and, yep. and so exactly I've been it. playing around with different approaches to doing that, and using the aluminum foil technique to to sort of make it look like the skin's flapping back right. and all that. So it's kind of it's a new do area. Some, I haven't done it do before. Do some do some Google searches on German zeppelins and the British ones. You'll be yeah. surprised what you may find with some interior pictures. You might find. Oh, some... I found tons. I found right, tons. Yeah, that's I've done a. Remember, I have another Zeppelin here that I have right. researched right. on in the past. Yeah. I have definitely got the Zeppelins, but it was interesting. I was thinking, I noticed in my email, uh, I got an email from IPMS Canada that they are doing a couple of new awards this year because it's the 60th anniversary yes. of IPMS Canada. For those of you who don't know, and one of them is like uh, awards for a Canadian subject again. So I thought maybe I could mm-hmm. make a story and put a Canadian flag on this thing. Oh, I like that. <laughs> but I don't think they'd accept it. They said you can't just stick, stick a Canadian flag on something and call it Canadian subject. So all right, I got to correct damn, the spelling. They thought but, ahead of but, me. You know what? I got I got to correct the spelling, but we do have the uh, we have our show title. Well, okay, Jeff, Jeff versus the Zeppelins. <laughs> Jeff versus yeah. the Zeppelin. Oh yeah, and the Pteranodon. So that's going to be, and it yeah, has but, to be pteranodon. Can't be ter- ter- pterodactyl because apparently pterodactyl is not really a thing anymore. Pterodon is yeah. more accurate. Well, whatever. that's the that's the broader category. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's still there there's still great bloody things with wings that there are some humans, wild ones. Yeah. Humans, nice snacks. You know. Well, there's there's the big one is what Quetzalcoatlus. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's it's huge, Monster. and and there's all kinds of theories about it being very brightly colored. Sort of very much like Avatar things. Mm-hmm. Well, why why not? So who's who's going to go after it, right? No one like can. it needs and to camouflage thinking, itself. I was thinking like a forced perspective thing, right? With a big, big beast yeah. in the foreground. Yeah, that's and good. That's the true. little guys attacking See, it. Look at yeah. all the ideas you're getting. It's you know yep. what? This is why this is very much like when I do these what ifs. You know, you just let your imagination go. And yeah. to me, that's modeling. Yeah, have some fun. Up, but... Have some fun with it. Exactly. I know. I go and... up and I show my wife, look, look, I've, I've got all this aluminum foil. It's supposed to look like fabric flapping in the wind. She, she looks at me, smiles, and says, that's very nice, dear. Yeah, yeah. she's thinking, <laughs> yeah, I know. We all know we all get that look. But but the grandchildren are going to love it. Oh, yeah. The boys will go crazy. The boys sure. will go crazy. Boys so and, that... and Ellie, yeah, she'll, she'll go nuts, too. She'll love exactly. it. Exactly. You'll be the anyway, cool that's grandfather. Me. That's me. You'll be the cool grandpa once again. <laughs> once again, not really much of a battle, I'm just saying, but once no. again you will be. Okay, Terry. Yeah, um, I decided to go ahead and just work on this Halberd Models P47H. Have some fun. Right. Uh, and it's it has been fun. It's felt good to get back on the bench and really, really make progress on something. Uh, and I'm at the painting stage. I'm um I had one stage where I last weekend getting some dark gray on there just to uh see what the seams look like made some fixes uh now i've got starting to get actual base colors on as base coats uh, and i'm great. really happy with the underside mm-hmm. uh, and i've got to closely more closely examine all the rest of the seams but i think it's pretty good looks good so, you've been keeping uh, us informed with the emails beautiful yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah i was able to recover the bulk of them and i've got a few other things to get in there like the like the doors and stuff but it'll be painting and then putting point pieces on and then 
more painting and then more painting and then it'll be done. I hope to have it done by heritage con. There you go. Um, yeah. Then it'll come to, you know, all the markings and stuff, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see where I go with it. Awesome. I've got an idea for how to do a shark mouth, a a very fun way to do a shark mouth. (laughs) Um, I've also did the same thing while I had that dark gray out to check the seams on that Hasegawa Rigolt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't had a chance to check the seams on that, but I think they'll be okay. Um, and did some pre-shading at the same time. So I did get some uh, fresh paints and that makes a difference. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Now what, now, what did you get? Did you get the Acryl? Um, what did you get? I'm get? using AV on this. You're using AV? Okay. Yeah. Um, the hobby shop has, um, the games shop has AV, um, color, uh, mm-hmm. the game color on that. Right. Yeah. And it's right. got some really nice colors, yeah. uh, model air game air series. Right. They don't have the, the model air series because that's, yeah. yeah. Um, they have new packaging on those bottles. Yes. They've gone to a new logo. I picked up at Brofdale, um, a bottle, large bottle of the model, um, airbrush what is it mm-hmm. the airbrush flow improver yeah they've they've redesigned their logo not just that the uh actual the small bottles are now P- clear pet okay so you can actually see it in ah, there and um okay. it seems to uh, the the droppers revised on it it seems interesting just better all around okay well they you know the manufacturers are doing that a lot of some yeah. different paint lines are coming out ak's re-releasing their real color with a new formulation mm-hmm. um army painters got a new stuff coming out for their standard paint line um and they they last year released their speed paint which has been good so yeah a lot of technology a lot of improvements going on there yeah i think a lot of these these polyurethane type paints they they, they work well but they also they don't age well you gotta be um so i'm idea. i'm probably gonna wind up throwing some old ones out because i just bought some new ones and yeah it's not worth all the time of straining and everything else exactly maybe clogging your airbrush the only thing i think i would do with some of them and because you can get the ball bearings now you know so if there's some i put glass beads in all of them or whatever yeah exactly um so that works okay very good what are we reading jeff what are you reading these days well, I I finished uh, the wager. Okay. The, the 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 tale of murder, mayhem, mutiny on the high seas, which was by uh, David Gran, and it's being made into a movie, and it'll be a good movie. And it oh, was, cool! Uh, it'll be a really, it's a really interesting. Same guy who wrote the Lost City of Z or Zed, mm-hmm. right? And um, uh, and also Killers of the Flower Moon. So you know, he's, he's a really interesting writer, and he's a good writer. It's a it's a it's an, it's not hard to read it in the sense that he doesn't sort of go into too much detail. It's just, it's just a really good, good story to read. Mm-hmm. So I finished mm-hmm. that. And another book I got for Christmas from, uh, from one of my daughters was, uh, um, the, the dawn of everything, a new history of humanity by mm-hmm. David Graeber and David Wingrow. And it's a rethink of what we think we know about the origins of human society. It's a it's a it's a challenging book. It's but it's well written again, and it's easy to follow. And they 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 write in you know modern English as opposed to uh, scholastic English, if you know what I mean. Yep. So and are basic, we are we actually aliens or lizard people after all? No, it doesn't get into that. But basically, okay. all, all of our theories about society, and I hadn't even thought about this until I started mm-hmm. reading this. But all of our theory about the 
the formations of society come from two philosophers, uh, Jean-Jacques Rousseau, who came up with the theory of the noble savage that, you know, humans were inherently perfect until we started forming cities. <laughs> and and yeah. Hobbes, Tom, Thomas Hobbes, who basically who came up with the quote that life was in the early days, life was um, nasty, brutal and short, and that man is by nature selfish. And um, if, if we didn't have laws and rules and order, then we'd basically be murdering each other and killing each other and all that stuff. And these guys, these two guys said we didn't particularly like either of those two approaches because they didn't feel right, but they seem to have historically taken the field so to speak and so they are they've written this book to essentially try to come up with a new theory of humanity and i i'm so early into it i don't know what that new theory is but i like the the thought of approaching it this way because i must admit i kind of agree both of those two extremes seem a little little too simplistic (laughs) for the complexity of of human society anyway so much for deep thoughts that's that's what i'm reading Very also cool. i picked up the whole every every volume of all of the books by um hirsch uh on tintin so i've been reading some of those ah, as well <laughs> good choice good choice well done um yeah. i haven't really had time to read it's been terrible actually but i'm gonna hopefully read a little bit more because um and i'll explain that a little bit later but almost done coming of age i got another chapter to go um and then clear thinking shane parish i'm about halfway through i think the next one after i finish the tim ferris one it's all about the explorer probe or um voyager one and voyager two um nice. so i'm looking forward unfortunately i forgot to bring down the book to get the title but i will add it add it to the show notes okay terry yeah, I am. Uh, I think I'm getting close to finishing off the uh, Elric series, or the second book, and then I'm going to read something else. Probably um, Adam, Adam Savage's book uh, my friend Emily brought over New Year's, so uh, that should be fun. I haven't had as much time to read over um, over uh, lunchtimes recently, right. so that puts a dent in my... Uh, my my time there but i also am reading still going in the uh constantine uh the most recent series that i read essentially one comic book uh a night right. before bedtime and uh <laughs> yeah that's that's what's great on comicsology is like the, they're all included in the uh subscription that's it's what great makes it nice you don't have yeah. to store, you don't have to store them anywhere yeah which is always nice too. That's yeah, I never kept in up with comics, the storage, and then you <clears throat> they started to get these cross stories where you had to buy twenty eight issues per month. Yeah, it is, it. T- and there's some cross stories in this yeah. one. Yeah. So, okay, uh, this one's not a cross story. This is the real truth. Our good friend at Sean's Custom Model Tools, who will of course be at Heritage Con. Let's see what he's he's saying. Now we're going to talk a bit about Sean's Custom Model Tools, one of our other sponsors of the Scale Model Podcast. Some very cool things, both 3D printed and the Goodman Super Sanding Blocks. Let's start with the Microset and Microsole Decal Set Bottle Stand. This is uh, purposely designed for the Microscale Set and Sole. Uh, most modelers over the years, they've tipped these bottles over. So uh, this is a very handy thing. At $14.95, you can uh, put them both together. They're printed in blue and red for easy identification. Comes with a black base, and they actually have little magnets on it, so it helps keep them in place. Definitely a good deal. I use mine all the time, and I can well recommend them. Let's talk a bit about those Goodman Model Super Sanding Blocks. Name 
namely the value pack combo for $28.99. You get the 80 grit, 180 grit, 220, 320, 400, and 600. Uh, just an amazing set. Uh, just what you need. And you can also, uh, if you want, you can also get a, a sanding, super sanding block stand for it which also uh, really makes life a little bit easier, helps helps things keep it organized. The other thing too is they have, they have the awesome model tape dispenser for uh, your various tapes. It's basically a 3D printed thing. You put spools of your tapes, it's got a little razor blade to help uh, cut it and it's uh, really, really good design. Uh, so yeah, works out really well and yours for $19.95. So check out these and other amazing deals at SeansCustomModelTools.com and uh, also on Facebook and tell them that the Scale Model Podcast sent you. Okay, topics and things we've seen. I picked this, I saw this off of IDN Models and they were talking about what's most important in a scale model. And they're saying just recently we caught a glimpse of a kinetic post in their social network where, the, where they were questioning. There was a question. What would be the most important decision when buying a scale modeler? Price, accuracy, cool markings, super detailing. What exactly will, will be the magic? Um, so they, you know, apparently there was some debate. Unfortunately, they didn't link to the actual social media post, which really didn't help. Um, but basically, uh, you know, they were talking a little bit about uh, 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 about kinetic. They have interesting kits, various repacks, cool box arts. They have some issues. One of the best example is their FA18 Hornet line. The first, which was an immediate hit featuring great details and interesting engineering. However, the instructions were awful, and that is to put it gently. The price wasn't much different from that of established old-school White Shark model maker, but the instructions were far from it. Um, there were some releases regarding the first-generation Harrier, a beautiful kit without a doubt, but with some inconsistencies, etc. So what is the most important? So, And they're kind of going through... Cool markings, price, super detailing, accuracy. Um, what they feel as DN models, in our opinion, that the kit should be perfectly buildable out of the box. No need for anything extra. It should also give you options for improvement, alteration, not unlimited, of course, and whatnot. But that should be left to one's personal personal preference. So it's kind of funny we were talking about some of the special hobby stuff. Because if it's the other way around, one's favorite plane tank, out of the box might mean the necessity of buying aftermarket, prescribing Sandy or failure to replicate it properly. Um, I tend to kind of agree with that. I know Jeff, you had a different opinion. We were talking about this pre 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 recording. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, what, what makes me want to buy a model, it is the subject. It is whether it's something that interests me or intrigues me. Mm -hmm. And I don't really care if it's a fantastic model that's going to build right out of the box. I mean, look at what I build. I build a 1959 mold of a Bowmark missile, uh, which needed tons of sanding and putty, but it, it builds up to an interesting, you know, unusual subject. So for me, it's um, now, if I'm going to build like an F-14 Tomcat, then I'm going to build the Tamiya kit. I'm going to look for the best one mm -hmm. the, that that builds up beautifully and all that sort of thing. And I love wingnut kits as well. The and that level of quality, border models, that sort of thing. But for mm -hmm. me, it's it's all about the subject. It is not, and it, it isn't necessarily price. Although price does play a role. If I'm going to build, if I want to make something that's different, and I'm going to be hacking away at a model, I'm not going to do that to a wingnut kit. 
I am no. going to I'm going to get something that's less expensive so I don't mm-hmm. feel quite as uh, much guilt in doing that damage to it. Right. But that's that's more my thinking. I don't it's all about subject and I get sick sick of seeing 16 Messerschmitts and 16 Spitfires and uh, you know all but, these different but, but we know why they do that. I know why they do that because yeah. they sell but um frankly that hasn't turned my crank at yeah. all. Understood. So, there you Perfectly. go. What about you, Terry? Yeah. yeah, it's a balancing act. Um, I, I do come down pretty hard on the buildability. I have, I have, um, as I say, colonized uh, badly buildable kits where just I'm done. At some point, I'm like, screw it, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not fighting with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, I'll sometimes message a friend or someone like, like Tom or Cleaver and go, yeah, I, I think this is just load of garbage is like yeah i stomped on mine it's like (laughs) i can see tom doing that i really can mm -hmm. literally yes no no i completely literally yeah um but that said it has to you can't get the easy stuff wrong you know it pisses me off and you know when you see uh someone go through all the effort of building a like a 30 second scale mustang and they get the nose wrong like there are mustangs everywhere yeah, you can go anywhere and look at one. Um, it, it you know take photos and measure and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, so that that does tick me off a little bit. And as a fellow person who likes odd subjects between the war subjects, uh, the unusual stuff, conversion sets. Um, yeah, I, I prefer a conversion set that's based on a decent kit to start with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no argument there. Okay, like I said, just we thought we'd. Uh... We talk about that. Yeah. Later. So if you have, I'll if give you, you an example. I'll give yeah, you one yeah, example. Um, I, I was asked to do some museum kits years ago for the Glenview Naval Air Station here. And uh, one of them was a uh, battle axe uh, twin beach beach uh, B-18, uh, yeah. the C-45. Okay. Um, and I'm putting this thing down like, oh, this is unpleasant. But if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do one for myself, too. Um, and I even got a chance to to get up and measure a uh, a real one, and whoever did the masters on it did a good job. Everything spec'd out perfectly, but wow, was it a terrible kit! But I had committed. <laughs> those those models were like thirty percent AV's epoxy putty by the time oh, I was done dear. with them, just because I had stuff just did not fit, you know. Um, but they, it looked great. They got one. I got one. I'm happy. That sounds like uh, that sounds like just adventures with our friends at the Jet Aircraft Museum. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my adventures with using using a power sander on a plastic model. Why not? Yeah. Right? Not many people can say that. I'm just saying. No. Just remember that. Just no, but uh, you know, but again, even with that one, sure, there was a ton, the two hundred hours worth of work in, yeah. in those yeah. two planes. Um, but they ended up not looking bad. I mean, they're not going to. They're not detailed contest winners, but they're ceiling hangers, which is what they were intended I, to be. And I still yep. think they should give you a yeah. flight in the red night. I'm just saying. Yeah. I saw that it was flying yesterday or yes, on the weekend. Was, yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, they were doing some. They were doing uh, one of the other pilots was getting some hours and he needed. Yeah. They posted that to their website. For those, for those uh, listeners who don't know, the red night is a vintage T-33 jet that is uh, flown out of London Airport here in southwestern Ontario in the livery or 
of the Red Knight, which is bright red all over the place with a gorgeous, gorgeous looking aircraft. Yeah. yeah, it's always fun when we hear it's going to go up. We keep our eyes to the sky for it. Okay, Terry, we have this one here: modeling when traveling. Yeah, so I'm um, likely to be traveling more this year, um, and uh, I will be at, out of the week, out of the pocket, entire next week. So I'm going to bring some stuff along with me to work on. Um, I've done this in the past. Uh, sometimes when, when airplanes were easier, I could bring stuff on the plane with me. Um, when it's driving, it's easy. So yeah. I was curious if anybody else is out there, uh, does a lot of traveling and brings stuff along to work on. What's your travel kit? Um, I don't plan on ever, I can't say never, but getting one of those little portable air brushes. But yeah. I'm starting to look at, you know, if I'm building stuff and I want to get cockpit grade in, Maybe I would invest in one of those little uh, single unit battery powered airbrushes. Yeah, yeah, you know, some people I didn't think they'd be that good, but some people swear by them now. They say they're not yeah. too bad at all. So maybe what we but, should do, Terry, is throw a post up on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. It's like, do you have a separate travel kit? I've got a lot of stuff put into a bin uh, that I can go to the meetings and stuff like that and work on stuff like yeah. stuff there. And I'll probably just do that. But um it obviously to me when I was painting miniatures, it was easy. Yeah. I would bring bring my paints along, bring minis and supplies, and I could just sit there with a bring a lamp. Yep. And sit there in the hotel and just paint minis. Yeah. Paint minis all go. night long. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Put something on the television or my iPad and just uh paint minis. Well, it's a hell of a lot cheaper than going down the down to the hotel bar. <laughs> usually. So yeah. Well, probably yeah, better, probably better for you too. Probably yeah. better. Yeah. Probably better. <laughs> Okay, and then you've got this other thing here. Oh, uh, where are we here? PBJ. Yeah, the AMI yeah I mentioned, Mitchell. yeah, that, that that was being re-released. So watch, watch, guys, if you want to do a PBJ, um, paint your Mitchell blue, put a radome on it, and all that kind of stuff, patrol. And then eventually, maybe they'll do more of the gunships. Now uh, I have real trouble. Gunships. I have real trouble taking seriously any vehicle called a PBJ. PBJ. Well, there's a patrol jam. PBJ. Peanut butter I mean, and jam. What's better on a patrol mission? <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwich. The, uh, in Vietnam, the Sky Raider Sandy pilots were out so long they they would bring ham sandwiches and stuff with them on yeah on the missions because they're loitering. They're just that, sitting yeah. around waiting for something yeah. to happen. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna have me a ham sandwich. <laughs> okay. The other thing I forgot to mention, I put through it in here is my lovely wife and I went out to Costco last week for our quarterly run. We always go around around supper time, so it's quieter and there's less people I may have to kill. Good idea. Um, yep. Less, less sample things where people are blocking the way and I have to kill people. Anyway, we went by, we were in the general household thing, and they had reading glasses. Now, I am terribly nearsighted, and I've been trying to find a way. I've been using magnifiers, something that just brings it up a little bit more, because otherwise when I work, I have to literally take my glasses off and put the thing almost in my eye to see fine detail. So I thought about this and that they had up to three times readers and they had flexible frames and whatnot. So I thought, and they had a sample there. You could try it. So I did. So what I did was I put my, I put these readers over my regular glasses. I got a three times set. And what do you know? It's fantastic. Good depth of field. I can go, you know, fairly far out. Um, and it's just enough to bring that detail home. And unlike the magnifiers, you're not having to focus through one eye. So less chance of getting a headache. And I've been trying it for the last, 
you know, a couple of days and darn it, if it doesn't work really well. And you get a three pack of these things for 20 bucks Canadian. So my wife stole one. I have one down here and I've also been using them upstairs when I read because I, I do have to get a new prescription, but some of the text and some of the books are a little bit small for me now. And these just make all the difference. So it might be worth for people. Have a look if you're really nearsighted. You might want to look. It kind of reminds me. There's a show I watch on the BBC called The Repair Shop, and mm, Steve yes. Steve Fletcher is the clockmaker, and he always has two glasses. You know, he's got one set on his face, and he often has another set, and that's what he essentially does. Um, when you posted that picture, Steve yeah. was the exe- was the guy I immediately thought of. Steve. Well, Fletcher. exactly. Yeah, we were talking, <laughs> and when I was at when I was at Brofdale's, I was talking to one of the guys, and he said the same thing when I was telling that story. Um, so might be worth a try for people. In fact, I looked online and Amazon, you can get five times. So I'd be kind of, I wouldn't want to go much higher than that, but I think that might be worth trying as well. Again, I've got, I I will tell you though. Yeah. One pack of three will not go very far because because you you will find that you will be leaving them all around the house. Oh, that was, that was my dad and my mom. (laughs) Um, well, no, what's good is like I said, one, and they have nice cases. One stays on the Mojave bench because that's the only time I use them. I don't like wander around and one stays upstairs in the bedroom beside it with the reading, with the books up there. And I'll have to say, I'll have to give them a try. Maybe I have an optivizer, but it does take a lot of space. And well, back to and my travel packs, if I, I like use that, that then I like the travel pack. Don't get me wrong, Terry, but it does give me a headache after a while. It just doesn't ah. quite do it enough. So I'm still always, when I'm trying to do something detailed, I'm always taking them off. Hmm. Um, so it might be worth a try. Go somewhere like Costco or Sam's Club where you can yeah. try some on your head. I do recommend the flexible frames because you can put them over. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. I tried doing the other way. doesn't work as well. So no. if you put the readers, I'm so nearsighted that readers are useless for me without my regular glasses. But if you're very near nearsighted, it might be worth a try. Okay. And who had this last one here? Uh, I did. You, you mentioned um, about, uh, I forget something up ahead, but I saw a promo uh, for history, history of the world in six classes. Uh, and I read that book by Tom Ooh. Standage Ooh. and they, have made it into a series with quite the cast. I Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd apparently produced it. Yeah. Or uh, in hosts it. But, you know, look you've these, got, yeah, Jim Belushi, John Lovitz, Kevin Nealon, George Went. Now, it's literally the history of the world using these six beverages. Yeah. As, I see which one George has in his hands. That's totally George Went has a beer, right? Of course. Lovitz has a coffee, sure. Mart, you know, distilled spirits with Ackroyd Cola and wine. And yep. it's a phenomenal book. I've got to bring a book up, a back, bunch of books up for you guys. And, and well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll love to see if, 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 if we can find it. Yeah. Maybe it was one of those. It, it and, and these guys are funny. So they'll build a lot into it. Mm hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love stuff like that sometimes because you get the, you know, you, you get the interesting stuff sometimes that you don't. Yeah, you, you wouldn't think normally you'd be interested, but once you start reading it, no, and you know, you think of all of these things, and some most of them are are ways to get nutrition but not die yeah. while getting water, right? Yeah. Mm. And and tea became you know it's not alcoholic. That was a revolution that you could have a safe thing to drink that wasn't alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and just by you know boiling your water and boiling flavoring your water, it, yeah, exactly. and flavoring it a little bit, and it had the added bonus of being very slightly caffeinated. Yeah, yes. I see the series has already <laughs> been released. Looks like there's already a couple episodes out. Oh, great! I'll have to uh, have to I'll dig it up. Have to out. look it yeah, up. I'm just yeah. looking it up here. Uh, looks like there are well, six six episodes. Apparently. Six episodes, yeah, yeah which makes like sense. It's already it's on, all been released on Fox Nation, apparently. Yeah, Fox which Nation. is all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the book by by Tom Standage. So yeah, we'll have to look at that. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very very cool indeed. Okay, so the last word. Um, as usual, we are also sponsored by Brett and Chrissy at Return to Kit Form. They got some sales going on right now. They're getting out of the model kits. They're still going to do their masks. So make sure you check their site at return, the number two, kitform.com. Uh, always good to see here from them. And uh, if you're looking for masks and stuff like that for your Macross, just saying, you know, you have to check it out. As always, uh, check out the other what the other podcasts are up to. And if you want to see Here's some other podcasts. We have a compilation site, modelpodcasts.com. You can check that out. Um, If you're listening to us on various uh, podcast apps, make sure you leave us a uh, positive review. It does help. We're on Facebook. I did listen. I I did listen, Stuart, to that compilation one or or the the group group Gab Fest with you and all the other podcasters talking about why you did it, what you to do yep. and uh, and how you do it and i it was really quite interesting because i don't i mean terry and i just you just show you know, up can we just, just show up but guests? you do all yeah. the work and yeah uh, you know good for you I you know you, you guys show up you, you eat all the shrimp cocktails in the green room <laughs> all the shrimp do. rings i do. see that yeah. and then you yeah. know off you go so that's Drink fine all the yeah scotch. you know did you did, did you like some of my my my, my mic drop moments you had a couple there, yeah, yeah but very. Was it was all good very fun. good. It was really, really well it done. It was. I I enjoyed that a lot. We enjoyed it. We're going to do it again at amount. some point. We're yeah, do it again at some point. We really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Maybe the um, rest of us will record something in the Sidekicks yep. Lounge. Hey, there yeah, you this, go. Well, yeah, that's it. The Sidekicks. <laughs> the second I like banana. That. Lounge. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's good. Um, so we also have our very own website, ScaleModelPodcast.com, home of the Internet's best show notes for modeling podcasts. <laughs> I've been told this. We have yeah, voted, voted, us. voting, voted by one. Yes. Well, that's the important <laughs> one. So that's the reviewer. So you know, if he says so, must be it. I don't see anyone saying otherwise. Um, we also have merch on Redbubble. Check that out as well. We will be at HeritageCon, uh, so make sure you find us there. I did confirm. I was listening to the um, the boys from Kentucky. They'll be coming back up. Oh, okay. good. And also, Andy's from Andy's Hobby Headquarters will be coming up. So I've reached well, out. Interesting. To, I've reached out to try and get an, inter- an interview with him. Is he going to so, drive up in one of his own one sixteenth scale you models? Never, you never know with Andy, right? You know. <laughs> no, I'm going to talk to him. Hopefully, I can get a good interview, and I want to kind of behind the scenes, the whole shipping thing, and you know, I think it'll be an, an interesting interview. But because yeah. uh, you know, again, he gets the internet. He's built this essentially from the ground up, so it'll be interesting to hear. So yeah, yeah. Ship, shipping's got to be killing them. I mean, that's terrible right now. Well, it's more no, like it's if if you want to, you're in Canada and you want to buy something from down there. The main issue, is, and I have to confirm this, but I believe he's still only doing UPS up yeah, here. And if we no do way, UPS no up here, we get absolutely screwed. Screwed, basically. Yeah, that's the polite, polite way. I've heard less polite ways, but you know, it's a family show. So, well, a reasonable family show. It's the same. Say? It's the same physical interaction. It's just yeah. a different terminology. Different terminology. Excellent. <laughs> Listen to the lawyer there, folks. Yeah. Exactly. 
All right. Anyone else have any parting shots, parting words? Nope. Nope. Okay. So for nope. episode 134 of the Scale Model Podcast, my name is Stuart Clark. I'm Jeff Hyland. And I'm Terry Measley reminding you to have some fun. Get a Zeppelin. Get, Get a, a Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Get a Zeppelin. <laughs> Thank you and be well.